Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter. We bring you the greatest female voices in the music industry, from the artists, songwriters, and producers, to managers and executives, and all the women who make the music industry what it is today. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, friends, to another episode of Crazy Women Country. Today, we are catching up with Miss Demi Michelle. We haven't talked to her in a little bit, so how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me again. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's been a while. It's been a little bit over a year, I think, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think it's been just about because I remember we recorded last summer, so I think we're getting up on a year about. Yeah, and I think at that time you were just getting ready to release or you just released one of the first episodes of your own podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was really exciting. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a crazy ride. It, the podcast just turned a year on May 30th, which was actually my birthday too. Um, so that was really cool. I think like the podcast has given me so many opportunities, not only meeting people, but I think like I love talking to other people in the industry because I think everybody's stories are so inspiring and I learn from everybody. Everybody has something to tell and share. And so I feel like I've grown as a person and became a more open-minded person just from talking to everybody. And I'm like really, really excited to keep going. I'm sure you feel that way too, like talking to so many people. It's so great. Absolutely. That's exactly how I feel. I love getting to hear people's stories and getting to know them better. That's what I love Mm -hmm. about this. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So for those of, of the audience that may have not heard the original interview, do you want to tell everyone who is Demi Michelle? <laughs> so I am a songwriter and artist and podcaster from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I have always loved music from a young age. I started piano at age 10 and then from there snowball to choir and learning guitar and voice lessons and all that. And when I was in college is when I discovered songwriting and took the leap into that and But I always say, like, I really struggled with my confidence when I started. So I basically was songwriting in secret for about two years before I got the courage to show songs to anybody. And then after that, I just dove into songwriting and started recording. And I love to share my story and be honest in my music. So all of my songs are so personal and authentic to me. And I started in pop and now I'm doing a lot of pop country crossover and diving into some other flavors of genres too, which I think is really fun. It keeps me creative and inspired. So yeah, I'm super, I'm super creative. And I'm also about to graduate with my MFA in writing popular fiction, my master's degree. And I'm so excited for that. Um, It's something I've been working on so hard along with my music. So I'm excited. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Everything is- Thanks. You know, we do so much in life and sometimes we're here to say congratulations to our friends and, you know, and and admire their accomplishments. It is uh, definitely an accomplishment. And education is something that uh, is definitely, it's a, it is for you. I mean, yes, professionally, it can be great too Mm. in all aspects, but I think that's the one thing that no matter what, no one can ever take the education away from you. For sure. Yeah. 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 So over the last year or so, you've had a few releases. Um, One of the ones I'd like to mention (laughs) across the pond. Let's start there. Yeah. So across the pond is a super special one because the UK gave me a lot of my first. And I think like they, they were the ones who made me feel confident in myself, like first interviews, first airplay, um, chart placements, 
like it was really special because when I started releasing, I never imagined like people over in Europe would support me so much. And so because everybody over there has, you know, they're also sweet. I've had great friends over there I've made. And I thought like, because songwriting is my thing, like I wanted to thank them in a special way. And obviously I turned to writing a song. And so I wrote across the pond as a thank you to them. And that was really special to finally get to release that. It's a great song. If you haven't heard it, Thank we'll you. make sure that we have the links below so you can go to Demi's site and go check it out. Yeah. So after the interview, I remember, wait till after the interview. <laughs> yeah. Listen to the whole thing. Oh, no. <laughs> the music's not going anywhere. It's staying. Not going yeah. anywhere. <laughs> oh, so one of the other songs, Four Leaf Clover. I thought that was a great, great song. I love that because obviously Four Leaf Clovers are, are just such an inspiration in general. So tell us about the song. And where the idea came from. Yeah, so Four Leaf Clover is a special one because it was supposed to be on my debut album, Dear Diary, that released last year. And I decided like last minute to hold on to it and release it as a single because just the title, like Four Leaf Clover, makes you think of spring and inspiration and like all of that. And because the album came out in October, it just didn't feel right to go on the album but at the same time it was a special song to me and so I held on to it and released it as like the closing single of the Dear Diary chapter which is really special to be able to do but this song fits in with the kind of concept of Dear Diary that explored a lot of feelings of wanting to fall in love and insecurities and all that and so this song was inspired by one day I was just thinking about like wanting to feel lucky someday and like find someone and a four leaf clover metaphor came into my mind. And I was thinking like, I hope someone will be lucky to find me like I'm a four leaf clover. And I thought that was really different. Like I haven't really heard anything like this before. And so I wrote this song and what was really interesting was it was supposed to be like initially more pop produced, but after my guitarist Luke did the guitar bass and I did vocals and we listened to it. It just sounded so right, fully acoustic, because it really brings out the vulnerability and authenticity in the song. And so that's why we decided to leave it how it is. And yeah, I absolutely love this song and it's really special to me. Oh, it's a great song. Definitely. And I'm actually glad you released it as a single because I don't think, uh, I think more people got to hear it as a single sometimes because not everyone goes to the albums. I mean, we can obviously... As an artist, I know you, the goal is to do an album, all of the songs in once and make the whole story of it, if you will. Mm-hmm. And sometimes like people just don't always pay attention to the full album, you know, yeah. even though you're like, listen, you know, oh, you can, yeah, you can, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make a drink. Same theory there, I guess. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, for sure. Yeah. So let's talk. Now, I know you also did a cover and you released it of Homecoming Queen. Yeah. Yeah, I know that. That's like, I love this. I I absolutely like Kelsey. Like, I know I've said, I think I said it in my other interview too, that like Kelsey is my favorite country artist and she inspired me to start exploring country and pop country. And Homecoming Queen is like my favorite song to cover at shows. And I always sing it all the time. I really connect to it on a personal level. It speaks to me. And cover songs, like, I I never thought that I would do one just because I'm so focused on songwriting and releasing original music. But I definitely have seen, like, many artists who are primarily songwriters release cover songs because that's a new way of 
getting themselves out there and taking their own spin on songs and Homecoming Queen definitely isn't a song that is super super popular to get covered like in studio form like that and so I really wanted to take my own spin on it and I even wrote a bridge like in my version there's a bridge that's not in Kelsey's because I love bridges and I will not release a song without one <laughs> and so I was like sorry Kelsey I love this song but I'm going to write a bridge. <laughs> so that's what I did. And it was like really fun. Um, we added a guitar solo too. That's really different. All the drums and everything. And so that was like a really fun for me because I was able to add a little bit of flavor as a songwriter, but also really take my artist spin on like, how can I make this me? And so that was really fun to do. So that's my cover of Homecoming Queen. And I'm so happy I did that. Oh, that's great. And I just love how you say that. I won't release a song without a bridge. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And that's, you know, it's funny that you said that because there are so many writers that write differently. And there are some that, like you said, you have to have a bridge. Yeah. Other people don't. I I do so many covers. Yeah. And I do so many covers. And there was this one time we did like, we wrote the verses and the pre and the chorus. And they're like, okay, we're done. I was like, excuse me I'm like yeah we're done and I'm like we are not done this song needs a bridge <laughs> like if you don't want to write it you go watch me write it but it needs a bridge <laughs> yeah I could say there are some songs that you know like example we did uh once I did four verses instead of a bridge we took out the bridge because like it just didn't work like it was either to put yeah. a third ver- and to close yeah, the story if you will the same way. yeah yeah so it was definitely not a bridge but you know it kind of felt like one <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No, like that, that's the thing. Like my thing is like, you don't have to like some of my songs, it kind of like repeats the pre and changes the lyrics or Mm -hmm. something like that. Um, but I just personally think like something should be between like the last two courses, like something has to be there. Yeah. You know, like that's just my opinion. Um, everybody has their own opinion, but that's me. Um, I like my bridges. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So we will build a bridge for you. Uh, but yeah. not before we talk about <laughs> your latest release that just came out in May, You Get What You Give. So tell us a little bit about that song and the story behind it. Yeah, so this one, I think, is definitely showing a shift in me, both sonically and kind of as a person. Because I think through writing and releasing Dear Diary, I have changed. I've become stronger. And I went on this journey of self-discovery and started to realize, like, what I deserve and all of those kind of things. And so this next project I'm working on my EP is more self-empowered. It's more direct, whereas Dear Diary is more like self-reflective and introspective. Um, This song is me really like, you know, making a statement and um, empowering myself and hoping to empower others. And this song specifically was inspired by Feeling like, so I I consider myself to be pretty selfless and kind and I like to give a lot and I don't really expect anything in return because I always think it's important to give to others and do all that and be nice and everything. But I think like I got to the point where I was too nice, where I felt like people saw that and were kind of taking advantage of me in situations like only coming to me when they needed something or acting nice just for some purpose or situation and 
me giving so much in situations and relationships and things, but never getting any of that reciprocated. And so I started to realize that this was making me feel really down on myself. And I started to feel bad and it was really messing with my mental health and everything. And I was like, this is not good. Like I need to start setting boundaries and not letting people get comfortable treating me this way. And so I wrote, you get what you get, which is basically saying what the title says. Like, you know, I'm not going to keep giving in situations where I'm not appreciated and a story um and the song is really sassy it's really fiery and bold i um, mean the artwork i'm actually holding a fireball <laughs> um, so it's like definitely a change and um i hope this song like helps others realize like really reflect on situations and if you aren't getting treated the way you deserve to be treated then you should feel okay making changes and that's something i had to get used to because you know like i'm always so nice and i don't want to like really cut people off or do any of that but at the same time it's like it wasn't healthy for me and so I had to make changes so that's that one <laughs> yeah and that's a great message because I think we all get to a point sometimes in our lives that we do that we you know let others just kind of walk all over us and don't set those boundaries yeah. and say look you know mm-hmm. yeah so it does it brings out such a great empowerment message and you can see the growth from Dear Diary even just to this yeah. one mm-hmm. so I'm excited to see more of this EP coming out yeah yeah, absolutely. So would you like to get into our 20 crazy questions? We have some new ones. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is always so fun. I like literally like before I really started getting into interviews, if I would have something like this, I would literally run away and be like, no, I don't want to do it. I can't do it. But now these are like my favorite parts because I like being super unscripted and put on the spot. So let's see. Let's see how I do. <laughs> Yeah, and it's just fun. It's, it's to get to know you, and I promise we won't get arrested yet. Yeah, based on one of the questions. I, so yeah, there's no no arresting, no right or wrong answers. It's just fun. Yeah. All right, let's do it. All right. So tell us, what song are is your current rock out to or current relaxed to? Oh, um, I okay. Current like current rock out. I kind of vibe to it. Okay, Diamondback by Carly Pierce. Is like when I want to like completely vibe to a song, that song is like her sass in that song is unbelievable. Like, it's such a vibe. I sing it at the top of my lungs. Like, that is such a bop. So, Diamond Back by Carly. Oh, perfect. That's a great song. Yeah. Tell us, what's the last thing you read? The last thing I read, hmm, oh, I'm always reading. So, I just finished a book. Um, I can't remember the author's name, but it was called The Lake and um, Natasha somebody, Natasha someone. It's called The Lake. And it was like a young adult thriller and it was really good. So if you like thrillers or mysteries, it's called The Lake by Natasha. The last name starts with a P, but it's slipping my mind. Okay, perfect. That's everyone's everyone's reading list if you haven't read it yet. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us the top two concerts you've ever attended. Oh, it's so hard. Um, I, okay, so one is Taylor Swift's Reputation Tour, mm-hmm. that one. And then the other one, I'm going to have to say Shawn Mendes, his, self, his self-titled 2019 tour. Because at, the, at that point, I was like, 
huge huge fan I still am but like at that point I was like Sean is my favorite artist and I actually like went to I went to the Pittsburgh show and then I went to the Arizona show and I met him at both shows so like lots of memories from that tour so let's go with Sean and Taylor oh those are perfect yeah. how could you how could you not add Taylor though you know I mean for real yeah yeah Taylor is so good oh <laughs> uh, what job would you be terrible at doing oh um I feel like somebody who's in some kind of like consultant role would be that I feel like I'm really impatient and <laughs> I feel like just sitting all day and like answering the phone and like answering the same questions over and over and over again. I'm like, like I have mad respect for everybody who does stuff like that because there's some people who like people who call in can be really impatient too and then can be rude to you. And like, I like cannot put up with that. Like I would be like, fired the first day because I would lose my patience with all these people so any consultant you're like I'm sorry I can't hear you click I'm sorry I can't hear you yeah. click. <laughs> please call back yeah. I can't hear you click I'll, I'll transfer you to someone else um hold yeah. on a second <laughs> oh. oh so we will not give you any kind of uh those kind of consulting or um support help call Right. Yeah. No, yeah, we'll, we no. won't give you those jobs ever. <laughs> like I like to help people, but like doing that all day, like, Oh no, no, no. <laughs> oh, oh, what would be the first thing you would do if you won the lottery? I don't know. I, okay. So I definitely am like, like I said, I like to give, so I would definitely first donate it to, like a bunch of charities and things that I believe in that'd be the first thing um and then I would do like find like a bunch of music stuff like for myself um probably like move to a different city Nashville or LA like buy a house but like definitely the first thing would be like donating to charities and hospitals and all that that's awesome and I wouldn't expect you to not use some on your music I mean seriously yeah you know, you have to live. That's part of your, your job, right? So to speak. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yep. Do you have a game plan for zombie apocalypse? To solve the apocalypse? Yes. Um, no, <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> um, I think, I think like if, th- this might be going a little bit off of like solving the apocalypse, but I just think like, the world in, in general would be a better place if we were all just nice to each other. So maybe if we were all just nice to each other and we took care of the environment and like believed climate change is an actual thing and all of that, I think if we were all just nicer to each other in our world, then maybe we could stop the apocalypse. Oh, that would be beautiful. Hello, <laughs> a couple albums or artists we need to listen to before we die. Um, Okay, so listen to Kelsey Valerini, obviously. Listen to Taylor's whole discography. Um, specific albums. Um, 29 by Carly Pierce is a perfect album. Um, I'm trying to think of others. I'm trying to think of one more. Um, every, every single song Julia Michaels has written because she's a goddess and we love her. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Who would play you in a movie about your life? Oh, God, I have no idea. <laughs> I, I honestly, okay, who would you want to play you? Do you have a, an actress anybody, in mind? 
I really don't think anybody could play me because like I feel like I'm just so I don't want to say like I'm too unique and too different but like I, I feel like I am just such a specific person that like I don't I don't know if I would trust anybody to play me right so I would play myself in the movie about me <laughs> oh that's great boots or heels um so I like, I think I was asked this question before and I said boots. So let's go with the boots again, because I still cannot walk right in heels. Speaking of boots though, I just got for my birthday, um, I just got new cowboy boots and they're adorable. They're like black snakeskin with red roses on them and they're really cute. So oh, wonderful. Yeah. We, we expect to see pictures of them soon. Yes, because I am going to Nashville in October for the Jersey Music Awards, and you will see me wearing these in pictures at some point. Awesome. The boots Definitely looking forward. I, right. I think I said that weird. Boots, you will see the boots in picture. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you meant. Oh. Oh. Okay, so this next one's very difficult. Where's Waldo? I have no freaking clue. <laughs> Waldo is hiding under a rock somewhere. Waldo is under a rock at the bottom of the ocean. That's where Waldo nice. is. It's really hiding. Well. Yeah, because that's like a throwback to in, in the, the first interview, I was asked where I would hide a dead body. And I said the bottom of the ocean. So that's where Waldo is. Waldo is, Waldo is the dead body at the bottom of the ocean. That's where he is. Okay. Well, that's what I was going <laughs> to ask you next. Because I was going to say, hypothetically, this is the one question I definitely haven't gotten rid of. Hypothetically, if I need to hide a dead body, do you have any other hiding places besides the bottom of the ocean? Um, In the middle of a volcano. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, so we're just gonna figure out how to get the helicopter across and drop the body. <laughs> yeah. Got it. <laughs> Never have to worry again. <laughs> no one will ever find it. But with my luck, the the volcano would erupt when I'm trying to I'd dispose of the over. body. So I'd be dead in the volcano in the lava too. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, tell us what's the best thing since sliced bread. Okay, so now I know what this means because the last time I didn't know what this meant. The best thing since sliced bread. Last time I said podcasting, and now I think I want to say, I don't know. I, I feel like I still, I still want to say podcasting. It, it's just like it's become such a thing, um, and yeah. So let's, let's still go with the podcasting. That's perfect. You don't have to change yeah. your answer. Yeah. Although, what is the worst pizza topping? I only like plain cheese pizza and sometimes I'll eat pepperoni. The thought of mushrooms on pizza is disgusting. So no mushrooms. So I'm going to say you don't like pineapple. Oh my gosh. That's a whole thing on Twitter. <laughs> I see all the time with like Linda and everybody over in the UK. I, I don't mind. Like, I feel like I've had pineapple at some point. Like I, I'm not a, like a huge, like pineapple hater, but like pineapple on pizza. Yeah. Yeah, there, there's thing. really that whole debate. That's, that's why we started all of a sudden asking this this question. Yeah. And then it became that it was pineapple. Thing. Was that yes or no? Or that seems to be the, the pre- prevalent answer of everything. Yes or no on that. So are you pro pineapple on pizza? I, I do. I am. It has to have okay. some uh, ham, like grilled ham. If it's I like it grilled. So I'd love oh, to wow. have the, the like grilled pineapple thrown on the pizza then if there's like ham grilled with it. 
I'll just be vibing with my cheese pizza. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I also like taco pizzas. I'm pretty, I'm pretty open. I'm not so sure about sardines though. That's something that I'm probably going to say no. Yeah. But no. yeah, I'm picky in general. So <laughs> give me my good. plain cheese pizza with extra <laughs> sauce. Thanks. <laughs> nice. Oh, do you have any guilty pleasure music? If so, what is it? Um, so before I said EDM, but I think like, I also really like, I like like music with that's okay. Either have like Spanish verses or like Latin vibe or like actually fully in Spanish. Like, I think those songs are super cool. And I took Spanish in like middle school and high school. And so I understand some of it. And I just think Latin music is super cool. So I can totally listen to that from time to time. Oh, absolutely. I'll have to share some of my Latin playlists with you, my Spanish playlists. Uh, yes. Like, I always thought it'd be really cool to write a song and then have, like, a Spanish artist feature with, like, a Spanish verse. Absolutely. Absolutely. See. Maybe that'll happen. Sounds good. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> at, at what age do you feel that you became an adult? I feel like... I feel like when I went to college, I feel like that's when it all changed. So 18. It's when you became responsible, huh? Well, I still feel like a child. So my adult, like I I felt like an adult because I was in college, but I still feel like a teenager. I'm still vibing. It's good. (laughs) All good. Tell us something on your bucket list. To play the Grand Ole Opry. If you could be any person or position, like a lawyer, a doctor, CEO, whatever, who or what position would you want to be for the day and why? Oh, um, oh there's so many coming to my mind. Um, can't be a musician because I am one. Um, I think it'd be <laughs> really cool to, oh, this is really hard. I, I think it'd be really cool to, be a doctor for a day um my sister is a dermatologist and I, I like I've never been a super sciencey person but like like I said I really like helping people so like I think I would like to be a doctor for a day just to like get that experience with like helping people oh, that'd be cool yeah what do you wish would magically clean itself the laundry the dishes the whole <laughs> house the car um my life <laughs> that's a great answer very unique (laughs) yep that's right out there my life I wish my life would magically clean itself (laughs) so everything got it everything just cleans itself I got it (laughs) oh would you rather cook or order in? Order in. Any specific restaurants or pizza? Um, pizza or like something Italian. Hmm. I can go with Do you my have- meatballs. There's a really cute um, restaurant. It's called Bonchibo where I live. And we get takeout there a lot because they have the best meatballs, the best homemade sauce, the best everything. Their bread is amazing. Um, so, yeah, definitely order from there. I'm going to check that out. And that's in Pittsburgh, right? Yeah, it's, it's like in Murraysville where I live. Um, but it's like 
it's so good and we literally try to order there like every weekend like usually getting food from there is like our friday night thing like it's so good oh awesome okay yeah. so if i get up to the pittsburgh area you're gonna have to take me out there to to get some food for sure yes okay. absolutely yep <laughs> i'm in i'm a foodie so yes do you yep. have any words of wisdom <laughs> do you have any words of wisdom you live by and if so what are they wait what was that Oh, do you have any words of wisdom you live by? And if so, what are they? Um, did there have to be something like a quote specifically that I heard or just like in general? No, it could be in general, like, you know, be kind to others, you know, yeah, Bible verse, whatever, like, you know, everyone has something different that they, you know. Yeah, I I think for me, and this goes for like, just in my personal life and as a songwriter or an artist, I think like, just be yourself like 100% authentically. Um, I think it's really important to be you and not try to change who you are for anyone or any situation. Just be yourself. Absolutely. And that's great words of wisdom. Yeah. 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 The only thing I'm thinking of today is, you know, like mom saying, you know, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Yeah. Like those things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> those cliche ones, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. Well, be yourself. Yep. So what does the rest of 2022 have in store? We have an EP coming out sometime. Yes. Yeah, I do. Um, So the EP is called It Is What It Is. And this is coming later this year, um, definitely somewhere in the fall. So I'm doing that. Um, You will also hear another original Christmas song from me because it's going to be my tradition to write and release my own original Christmas song every year. And so that will be coming out like after Thanksgiving at some point. And um, other than that, I will be going to Nashville in October for the Jersey Music Awards because I got nominated for Pop Artist of the Year and Pop Album of the Year, which is really Congratulations on your nomination. Thank you so much. I'm so excited with not expecting this. Um, so like literally my whole family, like we're all going down. Um, and I'm just like really, really looking forward to that. So. Well, that is so awesome. Yeah, wasn't expecting it at all. Yeah. Well, like I said, congratulations. And uh, I know some of us that are on the ISO, we voted. So just keep our fingers crossed and wait to see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. I'm really excited. Just regardless, like I'm really excited for the whole like red corporate event and like um, GMA Fest before and like everything. It's just going to be like great. So I'm really excited. And I'm really like happy for everybody else too. Like there's there's so many artists that I recognize and know personally who got nominations too. And it's just like really exciting to see like so many people get recognized for their work. So I'm just really excited for everybody. Oh, absolutely. That's what I said. It's kind of funny because like the Josie and the Isis kind of overlap and it's so nice to see you know the artists you know and most of them are indie artists you know I don't think mm-hmm. there's even a signed artist on either of them mm-hmm. I mean I can't say that for sure but you know that overlap mm-hmm. it's just so awesome to see that the you know the different artists on both and and some of the same artists so yeah yeah for sure yeah well thank you All this right. is awesome well, it's been awesome having you thanks so much for joining me for a follow-up and to help promote some of your new music yeah, thank you so much again for having me. This was fun. The questions were fun. Um, yeah, so thank you so much. It was an honor being back. It's been an honor having you. So don't forget to check out the links below, everyone, and have a great day. Bye. Bye.
If you enjoyed today's episode of Crazy Women Country, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Be sure to click the subscribe button for new interviews weekly. And thank you, friends, for joining us today on Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter.